This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. That's Logan Paulson played 10 years in the NFL at tight end. You're watching on the video. That was hilarious because I said, this is Logan Paulson. And Logan went down to pick something yep. up off the ground and completely disappeared out of his video. Uh, I am Craig Hoffman. I am present. I am here in my little square on the box. Uh, you can watch full episodes, youtube.com slash at 1067. The fan, you can listen to me every weekday, three to six on the team 980. All right, Logan, the obvious next big question for this team is what for the other two guys? So Alan, check signed 18 months ago although he doesn't have any guaranteed money from what i understand left on his deal oh, um, which is interesting so like next year if all of a sudden he starts to decline and they want to move off of allen they could i do i think that's going to happen absolutely not but financially speaking they could um then you got sweat who is entering the final year of his deal and then you have chase who technically is also entering the final year of his deal unless they were to pick up his fifth year option so, uh, do I have that right, or has he got one more? I think, after it's, this? I think you're right. I think he's a year behind. I think this Montez, is. I think right? this is it. Yeah, because this is this is year four. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, with that said, uh, what? Let's start off with what you think they should do. Not not a prediction, but right. like you're you're all of a sudden in the position that everyone wants you in, and somewhere working in the organization. Actually, no, they want you as or wanted you as offensive coordinator. <laughs> How happy are you that Eric Bieniemy got named offensive I'm coordinator? Pretty happy about it. That you don't have to be told that you should be the offensive coordinator anymore. I'm pretty happy so now, he's now an everyone's awesome going to want yeah. Logan. Yeah, now now everyone wants Logan in the front office. Uh, so you're you're running it. Yeah, you're in charge. What are you doing with Sweat? What are you doing with Chase Young? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk with the financial people and really make sure, <clears throat> just see what that contract structure for Montez would look like. And I think that's the most important thing because we thought this pain thing was not tenable. But obviously, like, you can work financial magic, right? That's why, like, New Orleans every year, they're, you know, whatever they are over the cap, $100 million, whatever crazy number it is, and they're always able to kind of move money around and make it work. So that's the first person I'm going to talk to. Right. And to kind of see what needs to happen, see kind of the numbers we're talking about, and then look at the rest of the roster, guys like Cam, and see where we're at with that. I will say, like, my first inclination is to always trade away guys when you're still on the roster. So, like, Montez, like, to me, he's a perfect trade candidate. Like, that does not mean I don't like Montez. I think Montez is excellent, right? I think he's a really good football player, but I think he has value, and I want to make sure I recoup that value if I cannot financially retain him. So if I can't do that, I'm going to trade him. And I think this is a really good year 
you know, in the draft to kind of draft maybe an heir apparent or someone who can kind of hold the line, toe the line. And you've shown how you want to build this team. And so one of the things I want to talk about is you mentioned you can't run away from two interior guys. And the answer is you can usually, right? You can attack the perimeter. And one of the things they've done here with James Smith-Williams, with Casey Tuhill, with F.A. Obata, with Sweat and Chase is they set really good edges to this defense. And so, Ken, is that a skill set that requires a lot of money to find? It is a skill, but it's not like this premium pass rusher skill, right? And the way they're, they're structuring this defensive line is, hey, rushers, edge rushers, you are supplementing the interior guys, right? You're building off of their rush. So you really just need a guy who's going to be very, very solid on the edge, a very good role player. And I think that is easier to find than people think. Now, is it easy? No. But is it easier than finding TJ Watt? Absolutely. So I do think you've kind of shown the direction you want to take this defensive line. You want good players. Um, but do you need, you know, four guys making $20 million on the defensive line? Probably not. So I would I would definitely kind of kick the tires on the Montez thing. I think he is a, a very good value add. He's been very productive for this team. And I would probably kick the tires on him before I kick the tires on Chase in terms of an extension, in terms of finding ways to get him money. Um, just because I think there's a lot of risk associated with Chase. Not that Chase can't be good, not that Chase won't be good, but he's got the injury history. He's got kind of lackluster production the last couple of years. So I think that's kind of the way I would frame that. And I know that's not a very good answer, but I think there's information that we don't necessarily have access to that would inform this decision at a higher level. But I like Montez. I, I like what he's doing. I think he's a great value add, but can financially we keep him? That's something only in the building they know with those accountants and financial advisors. Um, and then if I can't keep him, I'm going to explore trade options. And that, that probably is happening sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think I would explore trading Chase. Um, I think that he potentially, I don't know, I just clicked on spot tracks like market value yeah. uh, button, which they do, they do a calculation. I'm not exactly sure how they do it, but I mean, part of it, the biggest factor is like, how do you compare to other players like you? What did they get at a similar age when they signed their contracts? And so you click on Montez and his market value, 16.6 average annual salary chase. They've got it 18.2. If that's how those two are seen around the league. And I think I can get a first round pick for chase young. I might just, I might just do it. Yeah. I mean, we, we proved last year we can win without that guy. Um, not to say that Chase didn't come back and show some things and that that special upside isn't really valuable, but and, and and isn't potentially great. And do you want to be the team that trades a guy who could wind up in the Hall of Fame? Not really. Not ideal. Uh, but that's the kind of upside Chase Young has. That said, if you can pay Montez at a lower number, get a lot of production and then, you know, draft the next guy or whatever. I would, I would certainly consider it. Yeah. And, and the thing that I think they need to do that they've been bad at is doing this Belichick style. You do it one year too soon, not one year too late. Because part of the risk of one year too late is you don't actually get to do anything. You get a third round pick, that's really a fourth in terms of a compensatory pick, a la Brandon Sheriff. Sure. It's just bad roster management. And this is my whole NBA thing where at the, in the NBA, they trade expiring contracts all the time. Uh, because the idea of letting a guy get to free agency is like the worst thing you could do. Um, by the way, of course, that's what the Wizards are doing potentially with Kyle Kuzma and Chris Ops for Zingas, but oh, this is the Take Command podcast where we talk about the commanders. Um, the so, so I think that 
one, depending on how your free agency period goes and how, if how much movement you want to do, like, and if Chase Rurier retires, do you want to restructure John Allen? Like, do you want to restructure Leno? Like you could get sweat done this off season if you sure. really wanted to. Um, and I do wonder if some of the expediency in getting things done with pain That's is to say like, That's interesting. Hey, yeah. let's, let's use the next between now and training camp. And they don't even have to do it then. Like they could do it all the way into the season. There is some deadline eventually, but um, they could work into, into the season on a, an extension for sweat. So they've got time on, as opposed to pain who the, the deadline was July because of the, there's a tag deadline. They've got time, but, you know, depending on what you do, depending on how the draft goes, you know, if, if you feel like you have a guy who can replace Chase, like, I think it's worth kicking the tires on. Absolutely. Um, I agree. And so I, getting the maximum value out of these guys is not ultimately going to be paying all four of them. It's just not just not good roster construction. I know that there's a lot of fans now are looking at this pain deal and going like, wow, the way they structured it, like they could, we don't need to talk about this. They could keep all four. They could, right? but that's, that's resources you, not allocated somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think you want to do that. And obviously D-line is a, is a position of like premium value in the NFL, but I think, think about corner, like defensive back specifically, like this league is going, it's such a pass happy group and this defense runs when that secondary is clicking, like that's when the defense is really at its best, right? Everyone talks about the defensive line, but the secondary especially like when they were on their winning streak, were playing f phenomenal football, right? So can you add another piece there? Like that's the problem is like, yes, you could put all your chips in on defensive line, but as much as I like Montez, he's not a, a true elite difference maker as a pass rusher. Is he good? Right. Yes, but he's not going to be like a 15 sack guy. Like I just don't see that in his, in his thing, right? Is he excellent against the run? Yes. Does he work well with Deron and John? Yes. Does he get excellent hustle and finish sacks? Yes. Do I love him as a football player? Yes. The problem is he's not going to be elite. So if you can kind of lock him in in that like 14 to $16 million area, I think that's outstanding. And then again, that would be a very team friendly deal. And I think that works. And then it still allows you to kind of say, we can build in secondary, we can do whatever we need to do. We can add an offensive lineman. We can, you know, work on whatever we need to work on. But I just think like that's to, to extend both of them, I think is, I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem like it makes a whole lot of sense to me, um, especially given like I, I hate to say this because like I don't like talking about people's money, but especially given Chase's kind of lackluster production over the last couple of years, like it's just it, the risk there is not great. Like Duran has been ascending, Sweat has been ascending, and Chase has kind of stayed in the same vein same same right river or whatever he hasn't had the chance to right yeah because not, he's been hurt yeah and again um, that's not his fault but it is something to consider when talking about extending him this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Right. The only way I would consider extending Chase is, I mean, well, obviously, I don't think extending Chase is on the table now, right? We're sweat. It's it's on the table now to yeah. me. Chase seems like too big of a risk. The and it doesn't seem like he would take some super team friendly deal. Like if Chase is like, Hey man, I just want to get paid. Like my knee scares me. Give me 16. I'm willing to risk it. And it's kind of like the Steph Curry contract back in the day. Mm-hmm. The Warriors signed Steph Curry to what is the best contract in NBA history because Steph's ankles were a disaster. He kept hurting them and they got him on like a $12 million a year deal. It was, it was four for 44. Yeah. Um, I think was actually the the number and they had the MVP of the league on a, bizarro friendly contract uh for four years and if chase is like i'm willing to take that risk because like i want the money i want to i want some guaranteed money i want to get to my second contract then i think you have to consider it chase young doesn't seem like that type of guy chase young is going to bet on himself he's going to come out he's going to try to ball out this year and then he's going to try to get one of the richest deep and con- or edge contracts in the history of the league next offseason sure. and that's you know, if I was advising Chase, that's what I would also tell Chase to do. So that's yeah. not a shot at Chase. Like, that's absolutely what he should do. Um, the question is, is there a team that is willing to take on that risk and be like, hey, we'll be the incumbent when that comes around and we'll be able to franchise tag him and, and have that exclusivity and we'll give you a first round pick for that in return. And if yeah. that's the case, like, I think I'd probably take that. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, again, it's it's risk versus reward. That's all you're doing here, right? And Right now, I do think there is a level of risk associated with Chase that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge. And I think there is value there because, again, I think back to my evaluation of him coming out, and he was one of the best pass rushers off the edge in college football that I had ever seen. He was fantastic. And so the fact that teams still have that in their mind. So I do think there's going to be a lot of value there. And so, again, this is just we could talk in circles about this all day, but it's just what is the risk associated with the player? What is the financial probability of getting them at a team-friendly number? And then can we make that work? And it, right now, it seems like that is more likely for Montez as opposed to Chase. Right. So the, the one thing I'll just add real quick, uh, and hopefully this isn't more just going in circles, but an actual new piece of thing or new piece of information is I, I feel like some people are probably screaming at whatever device they're listening or watching right now going like, Craig, aren't you the guy that was like, Chase actually was pretty good. Like people should be encouraged about Chase, yeah. you know, yada, yada. It's like, yes. So what changed? What changed is they signed Deron Payne. Yeah. They made their decision that they are not going to invest in both edge guys. They're going to invest in the middle. Yeah. That's where they put the money. So one of these edge guys has got to go to continue good roster management. And so I think that's a great I, point. That's, that's what changed to me is like, I still think Chase Young can be a very, very good football player, but you've got, you can't just play this out with, with these guys and consider it prudent roster management. That said, one thing to consider is that Ron Rivera has got to win now. Yeah. Ron Rivera can, if Ron wins this year and he's here next year, he's going to be on an extension. So at that point, he can afford to do a little bit more long-term planning and, and maybe do some, you know, work a trade or something next off season. Ron probably wants to keep both these guys right now. If he thinks they can help, like a, Chase is going to help more this year than a first round pick likely. So I think that is something to consider as well Is like they're the one 
situation where ownership is affecting the football decisions is they've got a coach who happens to be the president of football operations who knows he's got to win right now. And that is a result of the ownership situation uh, being unresolved and ultimately a new owner taking a hard look at Rivera as soon as he gets here and this season kind of being all important. So I, I think that's important to keep in mind over top of all of this. Yeah, I agree. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.